2: Welcome to The Compassionate Life with Dr. Brittany King. In this hour, you'll hear stories about kindness, selflessness, and of course, compassion. The hope is that you'll be inspired to create some compassionate moments of your very own. Now, here is Dr. Brittany King.
3: Hi, I'm Dr. King, and this is The Compassionate Life on Voice America's Empowerment Channel. Today, we're actually bringing it back down locally to Houston. Um, We're going to be speaking with Emilio Palafox and Michael Stavinoja. Um, They're longtime friends of mine, um, but they both have a passion for life and community outreach. We're going to talk about um, a new really cool project they have going. They have their own podcast called The Launch Party Podcast. We're also going to talk a little bit about a life coaching business, um, some entrepreneurial um, opportunities, and then also um, something where all three are going to be involved in a, a, a night run for the Blue Cure for Cancer. So, hi, guys. Are you there?
1: Brittany. <laughs> I am, Brittany. How are you doing?
3: Good. Hi. <laughs> um, Thanks for having so, us on. Yeah, it. No. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining. Um, So I thought maybe, why don't we talk a little bit about, as I got to join your podcast last week, and it was a whole lot of fun. Um, I know, Mike, you're kind of the host and producer of it. Do you want to kind of tell us a little more about what, you know, how you got started with it and what your focus is for it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Launch Party Podcast, it's it's really not just me. You know, I, I mean, Emilio, Josh, and Alfred, Josh and Alfred, who unfortunately can't be here today, but, uh, you know, Emilio and I really just grabbed it by the horns, and we wanted to create a platform where we can talk about business, where we can talk about lifestyle, life coaching, which is Emilio's specialty, um, you know, just talk about fun things, so we don't keep it, we don't We don't stay too serious on the topics, but we like to deviate and just have fun with it, and, you know, hopefully we can educate some people, whether in, it, in investing or if it's in, you know trying something new or making a change in your life. Uh, you know, we just advocate that and just like to have fun with it.
3: And how, how long have you had it, had it been going for?
0: Uh, we started, I think, our first episode we recorded in February, and uh, we, we had Shondo Blades on. <coughs> Shondo I actually met through Emilio and uh, through our workout group at our friend Jim McAllister's. And uh, Shondo's a fantastic guy. He's a professional MMA fighter. He was on an amazing TV show on ABC called The Quest, and he just has this amazing energy, this crazy personality that just draws you in it excites you it gets you excited and makes you want to, you know, just jump, jump and have fun. So he was a great first guest. And, you know, of course, Emilio and us, we all had some practice runs kind of at my house being silly, but uh, <laughs> Shonda was definitely the first one.
3: Yeah, um, no, I actually yeah. I really like that because um, it wasn't just, I mean, when we got, you know, got to experience a small part of it, it, it almost felt uh, really like your own, you know, radio show where you're, you're literally, you get to talk about, you know, certain sectors, like things that can help people. There's a little touch on business and each one of y'all contributed, um, you know, to something pretty important, but like totally different um, categories and, and, um, you know, what, what I like well, I mean, the one I really like—I like to talk a lot too about was um, Emilio's kind of life coaching business. Um, there's we we talked a little bit about the heart brain connection. Um, we talked about brain solutions. I don't know, Amelia, would you like to talk a little more about? Um, it's sort of a, a broad topic because there is a lot. But if you wanted to kind of expand upon what got you started in that,
1: uh, sure, I can absolutely do that. So. The way that I started my life coaching, it's been really a transition this year, to be honest, because I started my coaching business um, last year in December, really kicked it off in January. And I went from oil and gas consulting, which I still do, um, but transitioned to kind of life coaching. And it was one of those things where, you know, the oil and gas market hit, um, you know, a project kind of closed down. One door closed and another one opened. And, uh, you know, I live by a lot of different quotes, one of them being by Marcus Aurelius that kind of, I think we even talked about during the podcast, about how what stands in the way becomes the way. And that a lot of people are always like, man, I want to do this, I want to do this. Why is it not working? Why is it not working? Where God or the universe, I'm a very spiritual guy, um, it could be potentially telling you to turn right instead of going straight or, you know, turn left instead of going backwards or whatever the case may be. And so, you know, after a few months, after being off of a project, I just kind of thought like, you know, I'm always keeping myself busy. And I thought, you know, what can I do? I was looking at my values, was looking at, like, I wanted to do something that was meaningful and purposeful in life and, and, and to really try to find my why for living. And it goes back to when I was a kid where, you know, growing up, a lot of people used to come up to me, There was friends, family, strangers, to tell me their life story. And I, I, had, no Id- I had no idea why. I just kind of sat there and listened. But um, long story short, as I grew older to where I'm at now, um, it, it, it almost just came to me like, wow, I, you know, I've always wanted to help people and I just never had a vehicle to do so. And this year, certain certifications um, came about and I'm in the training for them right now. One of them is Bulletproof Coach uh, in training. I'm also a heart math coach in training. Uh got uh, my brain solutions, objectively brain-based assessment um, thing last year. And then I bought some mind and body technologies that really advanced the mind, body, and spirit or the mind, body, and energy. And so I just hit it hard this year, especially because it was something I was so passionate about. And, you know, it was kind of like going from a nine to five to the twenty four seven. I think there's a quote about that. And it's just, it doesn't seem like work. It's definitely my passion. And so that's a little bit about how I started coaching.
3: No, that's really. um, I think that's super. I I don't know. It speaks volumes for people to kind of figure out what their passion is in life, and then, you know, how they, you know, what they've they've identified that um, is their way of giving back, or you know, and something that um, not only are they passionate about, but then it doesn't it doesn't become work. It it's just more of it. It's just kind of I don't know, coherent, and it just flows with the rest of your life and lifestyle. How, um, so really. when, when you do these coaching, like, are you, where do people um, find you? How can they become, you know, part, of, you know, coached by you or how does that work?
1: Yeah, so great question, Brittany. Um, so right now I am, I don't want to say capped off. Uh, right now I have eight clients, if anything I might have two more available spaces. Just And I, the reason why I don't want to have too many clients is because I want to focus on the quality, not the quantity. Um, I'm very big into, um, how would you say? Well, right now it's been just simply within my network and kind of referral basis only and invitation only. So sometimes I'll invite a person to what I like to call having, experiencing a, a, a very powerful and impactful conversation. Um, and I, I don't really sell the concept of my coaching. I kind of sell the experience. If anybody was wondering what I would like to do, I set a two hour meeting, um, that could potentially last even longer where we just dive into the meat of their life. And it's, it's, it's raw. It's very real. It's, it's this, what I call acceptance and commitment. It's about being present, opening up and doing what truly matters you know, it's. I'm not there to be a friend. I'm be to, I'm there to be the coach. Sometimes I need to be bold, and sometimes I need to, you know, be raw and, and but in a general way, of course. Um, and so, if, if anybody's interested, I said I schedule a conversation, and you know, I want to make sure that it's a good fit for them, and, and of course a good fit for myself. Um, but so that's that's basically how I operate in terms of how. I mean, they can find me through you know, you know, mutual friends or, or on social media and contact me. But, um as of now,
3: that's how it's how it's going that's really you know, I think that's interesting, especially as far as you know quality and not quantity mm-hmm. and then by being re- I mean you touch on all aspects of like a person's life so once you have a meeting I mean it could be they you're talking about their um, their sleep habits their eating habits, their balance their spiritual mm-hmm. just e- everything pretty much like yeah, no so, no off mm-hmm. bounds no yeah,
1: yeah. That's a great. <clears throat> that's a great question. Yeah, definitely on the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And it, I really find, I really meet the client where they're at. Um, it, this is all presence based coaching, so it's like I definitely prepare hours on end before uh, a coaching session. However, you know, because I'm not a person who's going to say you need to do this, 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 and that. There's a reason why I don't do that. And at the moment, this particular person could be wanting to work on you know X, Y, Z, and and I will tell you something, Brittany. What's been fascinating is that, you know, 99% if not 100% of people will come in with their head-based goals. And there's always a goal behind the goal. And my job as a client is to find what's deeper than that. And as they go to the heart, as they go to, what's, to what they truly want, my job is to kind of let that unfold very beautifully so that they can realize their full potential. That they can, so I can guide them through... To high performance, to realize something about themselves, to create some awareness, and so, and it could be in any area, like in in any of those quadrants I mentioned. But it's interesting how they come and say, "Hey, I want to, you know, lose weight, or I want to do this," and really behind that is something completely different that they weren't aware of. And of course, we work on both of those, and and with that is a very powerful
3: experience. That's interesting. No, well, I mean, because yeah, you don't like. Whatever you may think is your, you know, your issue or what your your main outward goal is, really, if you treat the root of the problem, then the outer aspects of it all kind of fall into place. So, that's cool. Part counselor, definitely part counselor. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, one thing I could say about Emilio is being his friend for so long, he's always had this attitude to not only better himself but to better everyone around him, and he has that. That's just something he has about him. So when you're around Emilio, he gives off this amazing energy, and you you have no choice. It's just contagious, (laughs) and you start to become that, and that's the type of person you want around you. So, I mean, you know, Emilio and and I have been through the highs and lows of our lives, you know, And, and one thing is he stayed consistent about being this person who wants to better people around him. He always has great thoughts, positive thoughts, and positive energy. So anyone looking to better themselves friend, somebody who's just out there and they're lost or they just need that push, contact Emilio Palafox. I I guarantee you won't regret it. Just that one meeting with him, you're gonna be
1: you're gonna be amazed. I appreciate I, that, Savvy. It means a lot, buddy. I I,
3: I, I, I agree I agree with that in my like few times that I have met you, Emilio, but also Mike, not to, you know, downplay like you yourself are an extremely positive person too. Um, and I think, I mean, really just the energy I, like I felt it during that podcast that I got to join y'all on. It's just, it's just you, you, if you surround yourself with positive people, you become what you surround yourself with. Um, so I want to talk a little more on our next segment. Um, too about I mean you've gone through some you know significant issues too you know most recently Mike and um, curious as to if you have even if you have done any of kind of the uh, brain solutions or heart math coaching with Emilio but we do have to take a really quick break Um, so we'll be right back after a a quick two minute commercial and we are speaking with Mike Stavi and Emilio Palafox and this is The Compassionate Life on Voice America's Empowerment Channel be right back
2: it's your world motivate change succeed voiceamericaempowerment.com do you feel alone trying to conquer life's challenges do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands remember you are not alone Every week, host April Joy Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to discover the powerful you. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you get empowered holistically every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment.
3: It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glynise Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your
2: life, listen to Glenise and her expert guests who have turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is her live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. listening to the compassionate life to reach dr brittany king or her guest today please call into our program at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to brittanyking.swimbet at
3: gmail.com now back to the show Thanks for joining us again. We're back. Uh, this is The Compassionate Life, and we're speaking with Mike Savi and Amelia Palafox. We were just talking about um, a life coaching business that has to do a lot with um, your heart and your brain and, and just inspiring people and getting to the root of the problem with Emilio. And he was just going to finish up on a, a couple topics. So he has a, you know, a, a quality over quantity type um, base clientele right now. What are your future goals for your business, um, Emilio? Like from well, that side of your business, I know it's more of a side business right now, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, it's a great question. So, the future of my business right now, the reason I focus on quality versus quantity, um, first and foremost, is because I want to give my 100% full self to my clients. And, and to be able to do that for, let's say, a year's worth of coaching, I mean, I have to be present to the utmost, I mean, just 1,000%, because truly, when you're really present with another person, some miracles occur. I mean, it truly does. And um, if I can see, if I can have a client see the world differently, then he, then he shows up differently. And the problems that he used to see as problems are no longer problems, because he has a different lens to life. And so to be able to do that, that's why I focus on the quality. However, I know that I have a huge passion for this. There's a lot of people suffering out there. There's a lot of people that want to do good for themselves, for their family, for the world. And so because I have this large passion, I know that I need to reach a larger audience. So the future is, I will definitely have some webinars. I'm definitely thinking about, you know, conferences, um, retreats. Um, You know, I'd love to have a center um, that's kind of almost like a a mind-body-spirit spa. Or, you know, I've been going to some various brain spas, but to really have a mind-body-spirit spa where people can come to me not only get coaching sessions, but to experience various technologies that are out there right now to to enhance their mind, body, and spirit. And with that, also kind of transitions me into talk about one of my technologies, NeuroOptimal Neurofeedback, which is just a game changer. Um, I mean, there's a quote by Dr. Raymond that says, change your brain, change your life. Um, and, and that's so true in so many ways. But with that neurofeedback, I, I'd love to go into hoping to... You know, I mean, we wanted to talk to one of our, our dear friends, uh, Gabe Canales of Blue Cure. I think a lot can be done in that, tech, in that area. Um, MD Anderson cancer here in Houston or any kind of hospitals. Neurooptimal neurofeedback is already in hospitals, especially around the world. I'd like to bring that here to the United States. It's helping in more ways than one, as well as another technology that I have that's called the M-Wave Pro Plus on heart math. And, um, I'd like to take those things to corporations. So yeah, this really is a huge thing down the road, whether it's for hospitals, organizations or corporations. Um, and it's just, you know, making sure I do that correctly and, and just, you know, start hitting the ground running here shortly. So that, that's kind of my, my vision and and it's coming faster than expected, which is, which I think from what we talked about, just because this is, this is bigger than me, you know, this is about truly helping other people and, um, it's almost coming to me rather than me trying to get to it. So it's, it's been a very beautiful experience um, so far.
3: Yeah, I mean, well, I agree with that. I mean, the, the brain side of things, I mean, you, I, I love that quote there, you know, change your lens, have a different lens to life. If you change your thinking and your mindset, I um, think you know, it's super important, whether it's healing or um We talked a little bit about this last week, but just from a um, kind of in my field, veterinary perspective side of things, when I'd done some pet therapy with my last pet, that had passed from cancer, but we would go to hospitals and and rehab centers and you could just see the difference when um, a person felt positive because they're around something positive, whether it was a little dog in a costume or petting, you know, petting an animal and then just their, their complete change in their like interaction. I mean, they say Alzheimer's patients, um, you know, cancer patients, all of that. Um, I know, I know, Mike, this may, I don't think this is too personal of a, of a topic. Um, but I mean, you had gone through some health issues and I remember, um, even speaking with your sister and her saying that it, like all of the doctors, when you were in the recovery like stage where they all wanted to be in your room because you were so positive and just so had such a great, you know, lens and outlook to what you were dealing with. And, um, you know, I, I, how, how do you feel the, I guess your mind and your positive outlook kind of controls everything. Cause I, I truly feel both of you are one, are two of the most positive people I've ever been around. <laughs> so, oh, um, um, but I don't know, I mean, you, you've kind of, you've dealt with some things if you want to t- expand upon it, you can, but, um, just how, uh, you know, staying positive around it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you the story in a nutshell. A year ago, basically, I became extremely jaundiced out of nowhere. So I was healthy. I mean, Amelia and I were working out, kickboxing, and all of a sudden, I just started feeling ill, and it progressed to where I was sick and almost flu-like symptoms, which yeah. then slowly progressed into me becoming extremely jaundiced to the point where I wasn't able to sleep. So I had I had to do something about it. Um, I went to the doctor, they did their scans, and, you know, that whole process is you do it a week later, you get the result. A week later, you see the doctor, you get another scan, and so on. So it took a while before they were able to see something was wrong in my bile duct pancreatic area. Well, they finally did an ERCP, and they found that there was a growth in my pancreas, which turned out to be a tumor, a neuroendocrine tumor, was blocking my bile duct, which caused me to become jaundice. And at that time, they biopsied it to test it. However, during the biopsy, it upset my pancreas, and basically I had pancreatitis, um, which is ridiculously painful, and I don't recommend it to anyone. But basically, you're on fire from the inside. I I don't know how to explain it, but um, I I feel like I'm a mentally strong guy, and Mm -hmm. I've never had thoughts of, like, doing anything stupid or hurting myself, but there were times while I was going through that pain, where I was trying to figure out a way to get to the roof, like fig- figure out uh, an, a way out of it. And um, I will say that in that time, the the things that played the biggest roles were my family and my friends. So, you know, my family, my mom, God bless her, stayed in the hospital every single night with me on this little weird chair that kind of turned into a bed. So, oh. you know, I was always had somebody there. And then Emilio and Josh, I mean... Who could ask for better friends? They bring Xbox, video games, they the TV. So, literally, I had like my room was like the funnest room to be in. Like, I, I, would, I would get up, waddle around because it was hard to walk because I, was, I had so much fluid in me from trying to flush out everything. Right. But I could play video games, watch movies, just hang out. And it, it helped bring back that normality, even though you're in a hospital, you know, for 30 days. It gives you a little bit of normality, which helps. And that helps on the mental side. And having your family and friends there definitely helps on the mental side. But, um, you know, they released me from the hospital. And while I was in there, I had a tube put in me, which uh, it was called a JP drain. And it Mm -hmm. went from my gallbladder outside of my body to a drain. And it was kind of like an emergency. Like if something was going wrong in there, it would drain it out. So I had that in me for a year. Good Lord. I finally went to MD Anderson and started prepping for a surgery called a Whipple. And um, the Whipple is, you know, a pretty intense surgery. You know, uh, they take out your bile duct, gallbladder, a part of your bile duct, your gallbladder, part of your pancreas, part of your stomach, and part of your intestines and basically rebuild it. And that's the process that needed to happen to remove this tumor. Um, However, when they went in this last time about a little over two months ago, coming up on three months, they could not complete the surgery uh, because my pancreas was still too inflamed from the pancreatitis and my oh. doctor you know at MD Anderson who's been there for 9 plus years doing this specific surgery told me that the pancreatitis that i had was the worst he'd seen and it's caused my skin to harden so it's very hard to to operate on me
3: oh and my goodness. you know so they
0: they glued me back up and I was in the hospital for 5 days and then i was home and you know, it was a battle, but, um, I will say the most important thing to me was having my family and my friends there because it's a lonely place. And you, the time that your mind wanders is at night and you're with yourself mm-hmm. and you're with your thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. because you think there's, there's nothing to stop that thought process. Like if my mom's there and she's asleep and it's just me, I'm thinking, Or when I got home from the hospital. And I'm by myself in my house, and I'm in my bed, and I'm just thinking. It's easy to get down. It's easy to not see the, you know, a future. So, you know, you're, it's very demotivating. But when your friends are around you, and people are helping you, and they want to see you do well, and they support you, then you get good news from the doctor. It's all things that just help you heal. And a big part of the healing process is the mental part, the mental part, because. Mm-hmm. With me, I, I don't feel sorry for myself. I'm not sad for myself. When I'm sad, I'm sad that my family, my mom and my sisters, they have to go through this with me, and they have to take time off from work. or They have to miss going out and doing something fun because they have to be at the hospital with me. I like my friends, have to drive to the hospital, and they have to spend time in this hospital and pay for valet parking and all this stuff, you know, and it, it, even though it sounds very minor, but those are the things that bother me. It's not that I'm going through it, but its I feel like I'm making others also go through it with me. And I know I shouldn't feel bad about that. I should be happy that they're there, but it's just, you know, you just feel bad. And I think that that's that mental part. And you have to get over that, and you have to learn that, it's, you know, it's good to have them there. Don't feel bad for, for them. They want to be there. So, you know, once you get past that part, you know, you just have to stay positive and stay busy And just focus, and just, just focus on making things great. So making my work great, my podcast great, my relationships great, making everything the best I can while I can.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that also, I mean, that speaks volumes to your compassion, your personal compassion. I mean, the thing that you're down about is um, not that you're going through something so major and have had to have repeat you know, procedures, but that you feel like you're putting out others with their time just because, you know, they're there to support you. And that's, I mean, that's really humbling. Um, and I do think it is the hardest time is, I think, for anybody going through whatever and whatever we're all going through something really truly uh, are, are the alone times, the, the times when you're, you know, you are, you're, you're in your own head, you're, whether it's night or uh, obviously, especially in a hospital, um, that it's, uh, you know, going to back to that brain power and that like neuro feedback and, and being trying to self coach yourself too, um, is, is definitely, I mean, it's a skill and it's an art and it's, and it's challenging and, um, but I do think it's it's probably the most important thing, whether you're trying to complete a marathon or you're trying to get through a surgery or you're just been diagnosed with a you know terrible illness or cancer or something, whatever it is. If you can get your brain in the right place, then you can overcome so much more. Um,
0: yeah, and, and one thing is you always have to think that as bad as you feel that you have it, that there are always people that have it worse than you. That's true. And, Something that can help you heal is to help them heal. You know, go spend time with somebody. I mean, the thing that helped me get through being in the hospital is the fact that my mom was there and my friends were there. If I didn't mm-hmm. have that, I don't know how I would have got through that. And I know yeah. that there are people in the hospital whose family can't be there or, you know, who, who are there maybe by themselves. And I think the, the best thing you can do is go spend time with them. I mean, if you can volunteer at a hospital, even, I mean, for kids to adults, yeah. Everybody needs compassion. Everybody needs companionship, friendship, somebody to talk to, somebody that can tell you, "I care about your well being. I care about what happens to you, and I want you to be better." Right, that
3: helps. I totally agree. We are not meant to be an island. Um, well, no. we're we're going to come back. We have a quick little break again. Uh, We'll be back in a few minutes. And we are speaking with Mike and Emilio um, on The Compassionate Life. And we'll be right back.
2: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
0: How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life, or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
2: Women in sport has come a long way in a reasonably short time. In the 1950s, most women's sport was casual, recreational competition, followed by snacks or a light lunch. Today, women's sport is competitive, powerful, and in the mainstream, whether it's collegiate, Olympics, or professional leagues. Tune in to Women & Sport, The Long Road Up, where you'll discover the path that women's sport has taken over the past 50 years and more, featuring your host, Carol A. Oglesby. Listen Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America. Empowerment. Follow
0: us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
2: You are listening to The Compassionate Life. To reach Dr. Brittany King or her guest today, please call into our program at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Or send an
3: email to brittanyking.swimbet at
2: gmail.com. Now, back to the
3: show. Hey, thanks for joining us. We're back. Uh, this is The Compassionate Life speaking with Mike Stavi and Amelia Palafox. Uh, we were just talking about kind of overcoming really illness and the importance of um, your brain power, positivity, and family and friends. Um, and I know Amelia wanted to say a, a couple other things. These guys really are so supportive of each other, and um, I hope everybody has friends like that in their lives. Um if you want to say something, yeah. really, can. go ahead.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, you know, I've, I've been with savvy every step of the way here, and it's just, it's just so amazing to see his progress, and it's so amazing to see his transformation. It's so amazing to see how, to me, he is the definition of resilience, um, which is one of the the, the um, certifications I'm getting: heart math coaching, hard math coaching mentoring uh, certification. And so I'm still in training right now with that, but it's about resilience. And a lot of people think of resilience in different ways, but their definition of it is the capacity to prepare for, um, recover from, or adjust in the face of stress, challenges, or adversity, which is pretty much inevitable in our lives, right? And so, you know, I feel like Mike Savvy has been able to do that, you know, the preparing for, the recovering from, and the adjusting to all these things, um, not only in his daily life, but of course, the story that he just told with... With the Whipple surgery, with the pancreatitis, with the jaundice, with just like everything that's hit him, yet he is, like bounced back, you know, stronger than ever and wanting to help other people. And um, I just, I just wanted to say congratulations again, Savvy, and and keep going at it. And uh, you're just a, such an amazing person. And um, just, just congratulate you, man. I think I think you are, um, like I said, the definition of resilience. And and yeah, man. So I uh, keep trucking, man. I'm there for you, and you know, great job, buddy.
0: Man, I, I appreciate that, Emilio. Like, and the thing is, is, it comes full circle because part of my healing is through Emilio. Like everything that he does and he's done for me and how, how he's been there for me, I mean, it, 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 it directly correlates with my well-being, with how not only my body heals, but my mind heals, my soul heals. It's all part of that. It's all part of him. And that's why he, he's such an important guy. And I'm trying my best to keep it together, I swear. Uh, uh, about yeah. my friends and my family, <laughs> I want to <laughs> lose it, but um, you yeah. really mean a lot to me too, both How you, long? Had,
3: how long have y'all known each other for? Oh my God, we yeah, have a funny story, course. actually. Yeah, we could hear a funny yeah, story. is do it do. is it appropriate? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course not, Brittany. No, I'm no, kidding. no. <laughs> not <laughs> not <laughs> uh,
3: of course not.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, You can um, tell it real You can go ahead.
0: Okay, well, uh, we have a mutual friend, Kirby, and years ago, I mean, years ago, we we met at, it was at uh, Champs in Uptown Park. And this is like long hair Emilio, looked like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I,
3: like, I, was, I feel like, right, like yeah, that down, might have bro. been Wine Fest weekend, was that? No, Emilio, I think your hair was shorter than I don't remember.
0: He had short hair at that point, yeah, but short hair, he had hair. like, was short he was Keanu'd out. out. Like, he was like making <laughs> the nature's new moves and stuff, but. <laughs> We met and we, we like hit it off with our group. And I was like, oh, let's exchange info, hang out sometime. So we exchanged info and, you know, we, we didn't keep in contact. But years later, maybe a year or two later, we had another mutual friend, Joel, who threw a little party at his house. And Emilio and I, we met again, but Emilio had short hair. He was, he was not Keanu, the Keanu Reeves I remember. He was like, <laughs> yeah, he was like a totally different Keanu. But, um, yeah. he was more like yeah. James Franco. He, yeah, he was James Franco <laughs> Mm. <laughs> but we we hit it off again And I was like, dude, we have to hang out Give me your number So he gave me his number When I put it in my phone, it popped up And it was like, Emilio And I was like, what the hell
1: I was like, oh
3: my <laughs> god, We
0: know each other already <laughs> so, Oh
3: no, like, you'd already <laughs>
1: <to> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah I was like, yeah, let me get your number I was like, oh, I already have you That's weird <laughs> 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 Yeah <laughs> I tried so, to yeah, him a mohawk was... that night I remember that Yeah it was. Uh, I don't even know what to, to say. Like it was blank at, at first sight or at first connection uh, or something. But yeah, it was very. It was very <laughs> interesting. We're like, wow, we already know each other, and so yeah, we hit it off. And I think we ended up moving in together. I think a couple months after that. Uh, and yeah, together, we went on that we 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 Austin got trip. hmm Yeah, oh, that
0: was fun. Good time. It's crazy
1: how life works. It, it's absolutely crazy how life works. And I, I don't believe in coincidences. I feel like everything happens for a reason, and that's kind of the beauty of how like your life starts to shift and form in different ways that just lead you to becoming. More of, you know, who you are and who you're supposed to become. At least that's just my opinion. And 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 on that, you said that we met through uh, Kirby. Just really quick, is is I just saw Kirby like after six years yesterday at a spin class where she was spinning oh, at way. Define here in Houston. Um, my buddy Ralph invited me, my girlfriend Jeannie, and we we went there and, and I saw Kirby and she wanted to know about my coaching, the neural feedback, the heart math, and it was like. You know, just things just connecting just the right way. And it was just like, wow, I was just thinking about you. You know, it's just, so it's just crazy how everything's kind of interconnected in life. And it's nice to step back and just see that unfold. But yeah, it's just crazy that you talked about Kirby because I just saw her yesterday after like six years. <laughs> That's so funny. I haven't seen her in so long.
3: <clears throat> no, it's mm-hmm. crazy. And then how, like, honestly, how we had met too at that wine fest, the Brenner's Wine Fest, like, like, I, I do think it was like, actually, I think it was 2011. So it had to be coming up on like, six, yeah, five, yeah. six years, because it was just yeah. after I'd yeah. moved to Houston. Um, and then mm-hmm. staying friends for years, but then realizing, well, we'll not, we'll stay mainly more friends with Mike, but then realizing that <laughs> Emilio, that was when we made the connection that, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we had, we definitely had met like six years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I told, I told Brittany this does. when she, she was on our podcast uh, last week, which we'll be airing in a couple weeks here. But, you know, you know, I think it was about an hour before the podcast, I was telling Mike, I was like, I know we're interviewing Brittany here, but uh, I really know this guy. I've met her before. And she's like, yeah, we met her at the White Fest. And I said, oh, my goodness. You know, of course, <laughs> I don't do that, but it's just like, I was like, okay, connection. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I get it back Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so awesome. Well, yeah, so okay. kind of on the topic of um, you know, giving back and, and kind of health health related issues, I wanted to talk about Blue cure, um, kind of you know what is the what's the mission behind it, what all is involved? I kind of know the basics, but um, and then the night run that's upcoming um, if, if y'all both want to talk about Blue cure and how you got involved in it
1: Yeah, Emilio,
0: take it, man, because I, I learned about bu- Blue cure through Emilio.
1: Yeah, we can both. I'll start off. And I know that we're both passionate about this and we're both big advocates and really try to just show up and be there and try to provide our support in more ways than one. I I found out about it, man, years ago through the founder, uh, Gabe Canales, who is an amazing man in more ways than one. He, you know, was just getting a routine checkup and he ended up getting cancer, hearing those words that you have cancer. And I can't imagine hearing those words. And, you know, long story short, after, He is now a survivor, of course, and he wanted to kind of share the mission and really start to change the conversation of, instead of just the cure, really start to dive into the research and really dive into, say, how can we really spread awareness, but, like, beyond awareness, and just, I relate to him because he has such a fuel and fire to really get to the masses to really, truly help, and he's done that in so many, you know, in more ways than one, and so he's a very good friend of mine as well, and I just... Love what he's doing, and I just, for me, I love the fact that it's changing the conversation. It's no longer about, you know, hey, let's just try to find the cure, let's try to find the cure. It's more of like, let's talk about prevention. I mean, he, yeah. one of the things that Blue Cure believes is that research has shown that only one in ten cancers are results of hereditary or genetic reasons. And, and they talk about on the website here that, that it means that as that much as 90% of all cancers are potentially preventable. And they talk about that, and they live by that, and they preach that about how, you know, 9 out of 10 cancers could be eliminated by diet, lifestyle choices, and minimizing your exposure to harmful elements found in common household items. Um, and just, it's just about creating that awareness. Okay, well, what am I, what am I exposing to, to myself, right, you know, externally, internally? On a mind, body, spirit—well, at least that's the way I interpret it—on um, all different quadrants. And so, I love the fact that it's very integrated with the lifestyle that I live and the business that I live. And so, it's one of the things that I'm very passionate about. Of course, I try to let all my friends know about it. Savvy was one of them, and once he heard about it, he was kind of the same way and wanted to help in more ways than one. And he's he's done amazing. I mean, I'll, um, there's so much to say about Blue Cure, but I'll just kind of touch it, but would, a little bit. We'll kind of bounce back and forth, but. Yeah, I introduced it to, uh, to the group to Stabby and, and to Gabe, and it, we've we've been doing a lot of great stuff. I mean, um, you can take it from here, Stabby, if you got you've got something to say.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah. first off, Gabe is Gabe's awesome. His story's amazing, and his passion is contagious. And he's one of those people, like Emilio, that makes you want to help others, and he motivates you to want to contribute, and you you become. It, it's it's you, you have a desire to do it. He motivates you to the point where you're like, I want to do this so badly. So then you want to contribute your time. You want to help educate people. And, and, you know, on a personal note, my father went through prostate cancer. And, um, you know, thank God he, he got through it. And he's, he's doing amazing now. But, you know, that was a big scare to me. And that was prior to my cancer scare. So, you know, it's near and dear to me on two fronts. The fact that, you know, it does directly affect my my father, but also the fact that, you know, I'm fighting it as well. And I think a lot of these lifestyle habits, a lot of these uh, dietary habits that they try to educate you on to prevent cancer is something that could have helped me, helped my father, helped who knows how many people yeah. if they had just known. So spreading right. that awareness and, and pushing this cause out there is not only helping the people who are going through the cancer, but it's helping the families of those people, the mothers, the daughters, the sons, the, you know, everyone affiliated with those people is, is affected. They're, they're a part of going through it with them. So it, it helps educate them, and it, it keeps them safe because they see, okay, maybe I should go on this route as well, and it'll prevent them from having some, some issue in the future. And, and that's the beauty of it is, is that it doesn't just focus on the people, the person with cancer. But it focuses on everyone around them as well, coping, helping with understanding. And um, I think that that's why it's such a beautiful thing to me because those are, those are things that are needed. You know, not everybody realizes that the family members are also affected, and they hurt, and they cry, and they suffer, and they worry. And that can have a, an effect on their lives as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. helping educate them, helping them with coping mechanisms, helping the people who are going through it with coping mechanisms, and helping everyone eat healthy and live with a healthy lifestyle to prevent it from even having to go through it. That's, that's the beauty of it is it's helping on so many different fronts.
3: It's so true. I mean I'm a, I was actually blown away by that statistic that one in 10 really is is genetic and and the rest is preventable. And my own granddad, um, you know, favorite grandpa, pepa died from prostate cancer when before I even graduated high school and um, um, you know, I mean, you never, you don't know. I mean, was was he the one in ten, or was he the the nine of ten that could have been, you know, could have been preventable? Um, and it was. It was devastating too. He battled it, you know, two separate times in the hospital before, um, you know, finally actually it taking his life there, and um, you know, in the '90s. But, um, well, I think that I definitely want to hear more about Blue Cure. Uh, we do have to go to our last quick little two-minute break, and we'll be right back after that on the Compassion life. Thanks for listening.
2: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
0: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
2: You are listening to The Compassionate Life. To reach Dr. Brittany King or her guest today, please call into our program at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Or send an email to brittanyking.swimbet at gmail.com. Now,
3: back to the show. And we're back. Thanks for joining us again. It's been a really positive and you know inspirational segment. I mean, just for me even to hear different aspects of what people are doing in their lives. We're speaking with Mike Stavi and Emilio Palafox. Uh, right now, we're talking about the blue cure and um, the side of, of cancer that is preventable and, and the fact that kind of one in ten are genetic uh, reasons for having cancer, and the rest can be uh, more of a proactive lifestyle versus reactive. Um, and there's a couple things coming up that I know uh, that you can support Blue Run, Blue Cure for, and I think we'll talk a little bit about there's a night run first off.
1: Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, uh, I don't know if you want to, I guess we can both bounce off on this again, uh, uh, Mike, but uh, yeah, so the night run, uh, Blue Cure hosts. Uh, a blue cure night run 5k every year and this was going to be bigger and better and just you know a lot more support and just a lot of I, i've been going the past couple of years and it's just a lot of fun i mean you go with your friends you go with your family you go with a lot of new people you get to meet and they have you know it's not just about the run there's you know pre-race yoga stuff there's post-race zumba there's and you know people sometimes walk it they jog it they run it they race it and it's just a big kind of um celebration of, of hey let's let's really start to be proactive of our life and really try to spread the word and it's just a really fun event and right now me and Savvy are fundraising for this on crowdrise.com um for those of you who don't know it it's a c r o w d as in dog rise.com crowdrise.com um i'm my, my coaching is um cross phoenix coaching and so i'm running it i'm running a uh, you know a fundraising campaign within my coaching to to you know get money to to help the cause and i think Mike you're also doing one as well right
0: yeah i started the launch party podcast team we're also doing the fundraising and uh, you, you know you hit the nail on the head when you said it it, it is a celebration that's that's the mm-hmm. best way to put it. it it is a celebration because we're out there you should celebrate when you're out there because everything you're doing by just by being out there you're you're helping the lives of other people you're making the lives of other people better and you're making your own life better. And I think that that's exactly what Blue Cure stands for. It's not just, we want to prevent cancer. It's it's not just that it's about bettering the lives of everyone. And that's why I'm becoming so passionate about it. And like Amila said, we are fundraising. Um, we have a lot of fun things going on at the event. So, you know, we have the yoga, we have the, post-run Zumba, which is always fun. Uh, there's going to be a number of booths out there with food, drinks, all kinds of um, cool things that you can go through. And then we're also going to have a silent auction. <clears throat> and at the silent auction, we'll have a, a bunch of really fun items. So, I mean, just that in of itself is a great reason to go out there, check it out. You'll get some great deals on some amazing things. I mean, we have mm-hmm. um, fit athletic memberships. We have signed sports memorabilia from Mike Tyson, Pete Rose, Earl Campbell signed jerseys. I mean, all kinds of cool stuff. And we are currently still looking for some donations and, and donors. So if anybody's interested in, in doing a sponsorship, we do have sponsorship booths available, uh, you know, banners and different things that you can do for your business, as well as if there's any kind of product or, or anything you'd like to donate for the silent auction, we would love to, to incorporate that into, into the Blue Cure Night Run and help fund some of our programs and fund some of the research that they do. And, uh, you know, it's just for a great cause. And, you know, of course, they are are charitable uh, business, so you will get a W-9 if you need it. And, uh, you know, we'd we'd love to to have more support. So, I mean, even if it's just signing up to come run, signing up to come walk, signing up to do the Zumba, the yoga, I mean, just show up. Just have a good time and and celebrate helping everyone's lives.
1: Or you can sleep in, which is, Free. you just fundraise it to sleep <laughs> in, but you know where it's just, yeah. which, which is actually an option. They talk about that; it's funny, but uh, that's
0: awesome. You know, it's
1: definitely for a great cause. About spreading that awareness, and uh, yeah, it's it's Saturday, September twenty fourth. It's at the Sam Houston Park, which is one thousand Bagby here in Houston, Texas. And uh, you know, we hope to see everyone there, Brittany. We're going to tell that's your next challenge, Brittany. I know has a lot of if she gets a challenge in her mind, she she gets it done. Damn, so,
3: no, I'm running. I'm running with the, I'm running with the launch <laughs> party team.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> signed up for her lunch. Hey, yeah, Brittany,
3: you got to get some of those
0: those uh, athletes at you. I mean, you have people on here running marathons barefoot and all kinds. Yeah, of
3: stuff. that's true. And
0: everybody listening, y'all better realize how lucky <laughs> y'all I better. Brittany on
1: here. The <laughs> yeah. Brittany is insane. Have you, no, I mean, I was going to do, do the channel,
3: sleep in. I was doing the sleep in seven, option.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah right <laughs> no way that's not happening you're going to be beating everybody brittany you're such an overachiever. Yeah. no yeah.
3: no but i think it sounds really fun night runs are a blast because especially with this houston heat um and then making it a party yeah. I, and a cel- exactly a celebration <laughs> i can't i'm really looking forward to it
0: um i think i'm gonna go superhero themed i'm gonna dress ooh. up in some superhero maybe goku i don't know who knows
3: we, we need like we guys
0: anime in case i don't know
3: or Blue Man Group, like, literally we <laughs> should, Blue like, get Man them. Blue Man Group, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get out. Them I come out. And people like that. Um, So if people want to sign up, they just go to BlueCure.com, and they can find the, the run and sign up for whatever team they would like to. Is that right? Uh, it's CrowdRise. Crowd, okay, or go to CrowdRise. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think if they just go to, you can probably Google CrowdRise um, Blue Cure Night Run. Uh, and probably find a lot of information there. Of course, you can go to BlueCure dot org to find additional information about BlueCure itself. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you um, yeah, you would definitely it. find it in the search results with the BlueCure Night Run and or Crowd rides. Yeah. Okay.
0: Those yeah, are I the best like- places, and 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 of course, BlueCure has many other events. Have a, a wonderful gala they have sure. every year. So there's all kinds of great ways to get involved. So I highly recommend mm-hmm. it. And, uh, you know, just if if there's anybody in your life that has cancer or has fought cancer or you know this type of cancer you know give a little bit back give a little bit of your time and come spend some time helping others i think it's a it's a really rewarding feeling
3: it is i mean i would i would i've honestly felt like that's kind of one of my mottos in life if you can stop and can get out of your own head and if you're focusing on others then you kind of forget about everything else um so we okay. do have a, you know, a few minutes left till close. Um, I didn't know if, well, we're not going to talk about ghosts since that's what y'all... <laughs> <laughs> that's no, what y'all
0: like talk. no <laughs>
3: we're not talking about ghosts, but um, I'd like to ask each of you if you had um, one inspirational piece of advice to give to um, anybody you meet, um, our audience. Um, and we've kind of been talking about the theme of that, this whole... You know, this whole uh, little hour here, but um, we'll start with you, Mike. If you have, if you had one thing you would like to tell somebody that I don't know, it's like your motto to, you know, that gets you through life. What would that be?
0: My motto right now to get me through life is: don't be afraid to live. Live every day as hard as you can. Love as hard as you can, and enjoy your friends and family as hard as you can. Because you never know when it could be the last day you're with somebody. And the rest of the time, when you don't have them there, the amount you would give to see them one more time, one more minute, one more second, is I mean, it's, it, there's no way you can quantify it. So live every moment as hard as you can. And love, love everyone as much as you can. Because when you don't have them there anymore, I think that that's when, that's when you really regret it. And and as long as you know that you've lived and loved as hard as you could, you won't you won't have that regret.
3: That's perf- perfect. That's beautiful. That's really true. Um, I mean, just making every moment ca- like count and last. Um, I know I would give back moments. I think everybody who's lost anyone, whether it's a a family member or a pet, or would give anything for thirty more minutes, an hour more. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Um, I mean, even a minute, even just to, you know, just to have a hug. Yeah,
3: one more. Yep. Very true. I like that. Emilio, what would your piece of advice be?
1: Uh, so much, I see here. So um, I would probably, to kind of parallel that a little bit, Um, I went to a biohacking conference last year in Pasadena, California. It was a bulletproof biohacking conference, and I met this guy. He was a presenter there. His name is Brendan Burchard. Um, he's an advisor to a lot of billion-dollar companies and very inspirational, motivational guy, and one of the things he lives by, which I now live by, and this is the advice I'd like to give is, and, and like I said, parallel to what Mike said, he said, <clears throat> is at the end of the day when I, this is what he says, at the end of the day, when I am on my deathbed, I want to be able to ask myself three questions and be able to say yes, a big yes to every single one of these. And those three questions are, did I live, did I love, and did I matter? And I want to be able to say absolutely, you know, a big yes to all of those. And it goes about, you know, kind of what Mike said, says, like, just truly live, get out there. But, you know, live, love, and matter. And and a lot of the times, I think the way to do that is a lot of stuff, but some advice would be to, and it's kind of like what you were talking, Brittany, how sometimes we're stuck in our heads. um, And that can kind of prevent us. That could be the obstacle for a lot of things that we're trying to do in life, whether it's personally, professionally. And there's lots of ways to get out of your head. I mean, that's really the biggest human impediment right now is that we're stuck in our heads with this radio me, right? This constant mm-hmm. judging, analyzing, worrying, this, this ego-centered um, I'm not good enough or I don't have enough. And it's, you know, it, it's preventing us to really living that life that you and Mike Stabby are talking about <clears throat> and to get more present-centered, getting away from the ego-centered and more present-centered is really through your breath, which is your life. And, you know, a good one is, is a lot of different ways you can, you can, you know, do the quick coherence that we talked about on our podcast with breathing through your heart and thinking about a time that, you know, you were happy or, or confident or courageous, or really just as simple as breathing through your lower belly and, and really practicing that, making that an exercise and seeing what happens, but more importantly, feeling what happens when you do that. And so the more you can get out of your head and more into your body, I think it's going to do a lot of great things for everyone.
3: Uh, both of y'all. Okay. Awesome. Honestly, awesome advice. Um, really I hope that everyone's been really inspired. I know I have, um, listening to each of your um, thoughts on life and and really how you're giving back and living compassionate lives all around. Um, super positive. Thank you both, Mike and Emilio, for joining us this hour. Um, and this is a compassionate life. Join us every Tuesday at three p.m. Pacific time on Voice America's Empowerment Channel. Thanks. Bye. <music>
2: Thank you for being a part of the compassionate life. Please join Dr. Brittany King again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time and 6 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, how will you leave your compassionate mark on the world?